Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Amateur Hour, or sorry, 7 of Amateur Hour here. You got the two Cyclones here, Homer Byron and Trent. How you doing tonight, man? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. We, we got a couple that are out here. They're busy having real lives, so we're, we're just going to power through the uh, college sports that we've had for the last week. We're kind of in that little bit of a law basketball now everyone cares about basketball. I know Cyclone fans have been caring about it for a lot longer since our team wasn't great this year, but you know, <laughs> now everyone's caught back up with us. Yeah, national championships over in football. It's uh, Football's over for college. Now it's time for basketball. Conference play, it's getting good. Absolutely. I, I'm having a riveting time watching Indiana-Illinois right now. It's, oof, it's really got me yeah, going. Yeah. Did you know that we are closer to um, – March Madness than we are to the beginning of the season. Well, there we are. That that, that was your trivia question, folks. Think, think I about know. that. <laughs> yep. Like like we're closer to like 2050 or something than the than the show that 70s show was to the 70s. I mean, I mean there's yeah. always weird stats like that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, I think that 90s show premiered tonight, didn't it? I think so. Um, one of the like probably bigger scenes that they didn't want spoiled is already out on the internet, so that oh. that, that, that kind of ruins it. I, I guess I'm sorry, not a not a, a spoiler. It's just cameo, like like shocker when when they make a show like that '90s show, you you're expecting someone to come back from the original show. Yeah, let me guess, uh, Aston Kutcher. Oh, boy, you hit it right on the Wow, wow, predictable. <laughs> I mean, and, and and guess who else showed up? His wife and oh, their wife in real life. Oh, no way, no crazy. Wow. Like, uh, that that Michael Kelso, that 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 crazy character. What about Hyde? Does he, does he get to make an appearance, or is he still canceled? Uh, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll be he'll be making an appearance through a, pe- a plexiglass uh, wall and through a telephone is where he'll make his. So. They'll like on the show. I have to go visit somebody in jail, and it's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, before that t- takes a downhill turn, we'll kind of turn into the actual college sports here. Uh, we still got do we do still have some football to talk about here, roughly, and nothing nothing too crazy. Jim Harbaugh come back another year. Um, which I know, I think a lot of people speculate like the Colts, which it's like, why would you have built a program for eight whole years, get to the pinnacle, and then you're like, nah, let's just leave now. I mean, of course he's Yeah, yeah. Made, made it to the playoff, you know, won a big, uh, did they win the Big Ten Championship? Not this year, but the year before? Or did they win? Yeah, they, I, no, they I won the Big Ten this year too. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I'm leaving. You know? Yeah, yeah. Going to the playoffs back to back years overrated. Why does Saban do this? <laughs> yeah, dumb. No, so here's the thing. I just saw this today that uh, you know my South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Here's up. Won the national championship. Their mm-hmm. coach is going out on top. Stiglmeyer, Coach Stiglmeyer's, uh retiring. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. been their coach. For, yeah, he's been their coach for 26 years. So, um, oh my lord. Yeah, he announced today that he's going to retire. So, good for him. 
Yeah, I mean, he's doing it the smart way, dude. I mean, if you've been coaching that long, you're not going to – especially after that North Dakota State dynasty that they've had. You you know, go ears ears up and on top. That's right, and that's what he's doing. So, yeah. Good on him. Um, C.J. Stroud announcing NFL draft. That doesn't shock me, dude. Get get paid. We're we're all acting like NIL. NIL is for the – Day two and three draftees. It's for them to get paid better than the what they would in college. CJ, get get your money before you potentially get injured. You know. Yes. Yeah. He'll. I don't know. He'll be. Uh, I don't know if he'll be a first round pick, but he'll be. He'll be up there. I I think he will. Think so? uh, I think he's got. Yeah, I think he's got enough potential. And everyone is going back to the. I don't get the Will Levis. He's now the. He's going to go number one or number two, and it's. Why do people choose players that don't dominate in Power Five and go? We can develop them. It's like you have Zach Wilson. You have you have all of these. I'm, I'm not going to keep listening, but you have all these mm-hmm. players that have not dominated in college, and then shocker, they don't dominate in the NFL. Like, yeah. I mean, what the the only one I can think of right now is Patrick Mahomes, but he had he had the raw physical abilities out there in order to uh, in order to make up for it. Hello. <laughs> she has her balloons. We do finally have a third podcaster yeah. with us. Somebody with a good opinion. Finally. <laughs> My three-year-old. Go to bed. No. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Good night. Love you. <laughs> we have a very professional setting here. It's yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yep. So serious. Yep. Well, well, now, okay. now, that, now that some people are go- gone to bed, now we can get the real hot takes out, right? Yes. Yeah. Now that the three-year-olds are in bed. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, no, I was. I, I I mentioned to you earlier. Did you see? I was say just kind of going through these subjects. Uh, Ed Reed went off on uh i think it was instagram where he posted that video so if for those that are listening or not familiar with where he's at he took a job at bethune cookman you can just say the deon sanders situation 2.0 and legitly it is he said he got there his office still isn't cleaned the the like campus in the area where his football players were there they're literally the first thing it is not practicing not you know going over meetings it's picking up trash yeah. Uh, you know, because it, the the place is is such a shit show. I mean, he's literally saying he's like, "I'm not even under contract. I might just fucking quit." Yeah, you know, I, I I couldn't believe him doing that. Yeah, um, I kind of on both sides of this. Like, I can't believe that the conditions are like that, and they're having to pick up trash. Like his mm-hmm. uh, office isn't um, clean and all that. Like, which that should not happen. Like, you know. But then again he's not taking over a power five conference team yeah. either. Like he's taking over Bethune Cookman. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly the same Bama, man. I didn't say yeah. you're going to have to go through that growing pains. It's just, yeah, it, that, that is kind of the side of it's like, th- there's a reason why these colleges can't lift up. It's because like, they, they don't take care of the things on. So hopefully he can get things turned around, but I, I thought that was an interesting tirade to have because he just, I show up and they want me to do a good job. And here I am as the head football coach, and we're picking a fucking trash. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, and, and 
God, like we got we got a lot of coach ones here. Uh, yes, going from going off on Instagram to going off on his uh, on his uh, student athletes. Uh, Tim Brewster, the tight ends coach for Colorado. You sent me that one. I, I think his new first name is going to be General. General Booster. General Major. Jesus, fucking yeah. Ten Hud. Yeah, I was scrolling Twitter and saw this. He is the tight ends coach at Colorado. He'll be. So an assistant under Deion Sanders, and there's a video of him coming into this meeting. And remember, he's the tight ends coach. He's not even the head coach. Yeah. And just like screaming and what he, I don't even know what he said. When I say stand up, you stand tall. And he's like, stand up. And like all the players stand up and they're like, yeah. get your ass back in the seat and sit down. And they like sit down and then stand up. And like they go through this like multiple times. And oh. it, it was... I know people are like, yeah, they need that discipline. And I'm like, Dude, this is extremely corny. Yeah. I, it, I you thinking... know, as soon as he leaves the room, those players are mocking him and making fun of him. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing the mock salutes every time behind his back. But yeah, I, I, I think it's funny just the juxtaposition of, you know, here's cool and swaggy Dion. Hey, man, we're going to get you up there and we're going to build you up as characters, men and doing all this stuff. And then you have Tim Bruce or Ten Hut. Yeah, you, you know, make sure your shoes are polished. Otherwise, you might, uh, you know, he's he's just very fucking ten hut stand yeah. tall. That was yeah. very weird. Now there was another. So the, I had this thought too because there was another video today of inside their yeah. like meeting room or wherever on how to treat women, and I'm just like, is every team meeting that Colorado has like, is it now just getting recorded and thrown on Twitter? It. I think what they found out was hide from that 70 shows on the roster. So they need to make sure, okay, guys, <laughs> no means no. And, and don't push Scientology on them. And we're going to respect women's decisions. And, and I don't know. It, it, it was, I did that as well. I forgot to put it on there, but yeah, I thought I'll be honest. That one is like, I get, but it's like, do we need to be having this conversation? Apparently we do. I don't know. Yeah. But like, very weird conversation. Yeah. And it's just weird to me that now all because of, Deion Sanders is there. Everything that Colorado does in these meetings is now recorded. Like it's yeah, everybody's got their somebody's got their cell phone out and it's getting thrown on on social media. It's like no, that's him filming, and that that's not even someone like a, a cell phone. That that is he like has a documentary going. Yeah, he's recording everything. Like oh, I didn't realize this is from that. Jesus. Yeah, so I mean that, that's where it's like kind of like. The overloading of okay, we you know Colorado with how many wins they have, not enough for me to care this much about them. Yes, you know, yes, prime, you know. So, um, what? A, oh, they just flipped uh, like the number nine corner in the in the country. I, I mean, or I'm sorry, the number four cornerback uh, in the country. Mm -hmm. So now they have uh, the. I mean, he's bringing talent in. It, it, it's amazing how these kids are flip flopping immediately to go to prime. <laughs> And, and on the other side of that, I saw that they've had like 13 commits decommit, right? Yeah. I think it was 13. I mean, that's a big number. That's a... Cormani uh, McLean, for those that want to look it up. I mean, 13, that's more than half of a recruiting class, probably. Yeah. No, I mean, he... he he's doing work, dude. I, I mean, that's where everyone's like, I bet you he shits the bed year one. I think the meetings are corny. I think he's legit going to have a, a decent shot at, at, you know, minimum 500, I think, next year. You know, with all this talent that he's going to be bringing in, he, 
who's going to be the first one that's going to say they're a dark horse for the playoffs and going to win the Pac-12? Oh, I'm I'm sure ESPN will be right on that. Yeah. So I know we talked about this last night uh, after the road to 272, but you know when he was the underdog at Jackson State, I don't know if you want to call it the underdog, but at Jackson State at the small school, you know he was getting some airtime on the TV, you know, and all that, and then he goes to Colorado, and then you know the first thing you see is uh, you know hit the transfer portal, bringing my guys, and then there's yeah. this guy that's acting like these, you know, these 18 year old kids or, you know, get your ass, sit your ass in the chair. And it's just yeah. like, dude, I, you, you lost me. Like I was kind of for you at Jackson state. And now I'm just like, I hope Colorado goes 0 12 next year. No, oh, I'm, I'm not there yet, but it, it is getting annoying, man. It's it, just like, it, it is. We get it, man. It is. And, and honestly though, it, it's kind of one of those like, for you guys last year, the Jackson Mahomes, like God, it's another story. It's annoying, but you can't look away because it's it, it, he draws the eyes. Everyone wants to know what's the latest of Colorado now. Which mm-hmm. who the hell's cared about Colorado since they've left the Big Twelve? Exactly, they've been terrible. Yeah. So, so okay, here, here's a question: What would you think about it if he say Matt Campbell got fired last year and he was hired at Iowa State? Dion. Yes. Oh, I and, and all this, and all this crap was happening at Iowa State. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, actually, I'm, I'm trying to just imagine it right now. Yeah. I I think honestly, I'd be more cringe over the for sure the Tim Brewster Ten Hut uh-huh. meeting. I don't know. I think ever. I think the novelty right now, we would still be loving it. We would be eating that shit up because Campbell's had some of those moments. But once they st- again, once you're you're zero and zero, you haven't lost, but you haven't won either. So everyone's kind of loving it. When you go two and four, all of a sudden the ten hunt meetings don't look so cool anymore. You, you know, exactly. it loses its appeal. So I don't and know. I know we mentioned last night that they play a kind of a tough big or Pac twelve schedule. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I, I'm I'm starting to believe it. I think Dion's definitely one of those guys where he's going to be the good guy. He's got the Tim Brewsters to hold kids in line, and he's got solid coordinators that are going to do a lot of the coaching and the actual work around it. No doubt that Dion can do the, the cornerbacks and the secondary and do the head coaching abilities. Obviously, amazing recruiter. Come yeah. play for me. That's all he has to say, you know? Exactly. So. Yep. But, no, I would say that that one, yeah, I would say I'm Colorado'd out for a while. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Florida quarterback, uh, that's pretty rude. I didn't even put the kid's name, but he's, <laughs> he, he's backing out of his commitment. So he signed a national letter of intent with them. And this is where, unfortunately, NIL is going to start to be – well, we obviously it's already started. Uh, Jaden Rashada, he signed a national letter of intent with Florida under the assumption that he was getting a $13 million NIL deal. And somewhere in there, it, it got backed up, uh, or, or it, they got backed out. So he's going, well, I'm backing out of Florida. I, it, you know, you told me you're paying me this money, and now, now he's leaving. But like, yeah, I guess. What, what I heard. The, go ahead. I heard like they were, you know, had told him about that 13 million, and like their collective or whatever, like didn't even have that much money in it. Uh, see, like they couldn't pay him. I, I understand you can't have collectives be public, you know, but it, mm-hmm. I mean, like, 
was he expecting like a $13 million lump sum? I, I'm assuming their assumption was we're going to get this kid in here and he's going to be okay with, we told him $13 million. Well, that means four and a quarter every year. And they were just going to yeah. hope that, that naturally his abilities were going to help raise it. But like, I can't blame the kid one bit. You told me you're going to pay me this much money and then now you're backing out, you know? Yeah. I, I just hey, couldn't I mean, believe. what's, I would like to know what Arch Manning's getting. Like, there's nobody getting 13 million. Nobody. No, no I mean, well, I, I, I'm honestly shocked that people are getting millions. I, I've yeah. heard of the $250,000, dollars and the, oh, golly, was it Hendon Hooker? There was, there was a Tennessee quarterback. I think it was Hendon. I think he was getting like three, three million, yeah. but like, you had a Heisman candidate. People are talking about Tennessee football for the first time ever. That would make sense. But I just, mm -hmm. it is amazing when you hear all of a sudden 13 million, that number is out there and you're going, oh, holy shit, how much money has been in college football that no one's talking about, you know? Yep. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. And, and all sadly, all you're going to think of is like, okay, wherever he goes, that NAL collective has money in the bank then. Yeah, and it'll be interesting. Now, I, I don't think he will get anywhere near $13 million. I honestly don't. Nobody's going to give him that. No. What, what's Saban making a year? 10? Yeah. So that, that's where I think it's four-year 13. It, yeah, you know, I would think so, yeah. Which I don't know. Again, NIL, you can't stipulate like, well, you have to stay here four years. It, it's it, it's like baseball. It's Here's your contract. Here's your money. Raisin Canes has gone 0 for 2 with theirs with uh, yeah. Rattler and then Brennan backed out of his. I mean, so, they, I mean, they got to pay him regardless. So, yep. I don't know. Hopefully he gets his money. That's what this whole thing's been about. So, good on him. Yep. Um, on the opposite side, bad on TCU, dude. They uh, hired Kendall Bryles as the <laughs> offensive coordinator, which, again, if you're a Big 12 fan or a fan of college football, you under, you know the last name Bryles. Uh Kendall is yeah. the son of Art Bryles, and he was on the staff of Baylor during their, you know, no way of beat around it, the rape allegations. Mm -hmm. And TCU went from lovable underdog to getting trounced in the national championship to hiring a, a person, which, let, let's be let's be real honest, everyone in the Big 12 outside of Baylor holds their nose high going, well, at least that wasn't us doing that, Baylor. <laughs> yeah. brings on a, a coach that allowed that stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. And now, I I knew it would only take time to get those coaches would be back yeah. in college football, and here we are. Like, we're, well, what's Art Bryles? And he he's back doing something, isn't he? Uh, he was at Liberty, I think. Yeah, he, he was like, it's like like some really small school, but it's like, well, he started with or no, I'm sorry, I think Liberty originally hired him, and then they received such backlash, like. Hey, he allowed rape. How about we don't bring that into our university? So okay, uh, yeah. So somebody was thinking about bringing him back. Yeah, no, I I know for sure they were, and like, this is gonna be me uh, being holier than thou. But like, no offense, it's like, well, in the SEC, it means more. So he was just a coach, but he was outside of the Big Twelve, and I don't think anyone really, you know, and they weren't too good. But now you're a national power. You're in the national spotlight, and you bring in a you bring in an, uh, a coach that has allowed that. And for those that don't know, TCU is Texas Christian university. I don't think yeah. those allegations are very Christian, like not how to treat your fellow man, you know, or woman. Yeah. They need to get that coach from, 
Colorado in there. <laughs> get him in well, there. Everyone wants to go to Colorado now, dude. They can't get him out of there. Get that coach in there and have a meeting on. <laughs> but it's just for Kendall Bryles. The players <laughs> don't need to go. <laughs> hey, in case you forgot, yeah. I think, I think with Me Too and, and everything else on social media, I think these kids are aware of what you should and shouldn't do. But yeah. you got to make sure you have a put a video out so everyone knows that you're telling them not to rape. He, yeah. I mean, Deion Sanders is the complete opposite of R. Bryles. He's putting a video saying, do not mis- mistreat <laughs> yeah. women. And yeah. R. Bryles is like, keep it quiet. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's doing the best he can to be as opposite of R. Bryles, which I appreciate now that I'm speaking yeah. it out loud. Yeah, no more bad talk about Dion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's my favorite. So, um, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll kind of jump into it since it's just the two cyclones. We're not going to keep this one going too long, but just the Heartland t- top twenty-five teams. Kansas uh, was at number two, starting going into the week. Iowa State twelve, Kansas State thirteen, which th- they're shocking me right now. Um, yeah. and then Iowa's starting to get some votes, and they're back up to forty-one, which you, you know I. I I'm, I'm rooting for Iowa just because when we lost so bad that we got to get that loss to start looking good again. So Yeah, their 0-3 start to the conference uh, didn't do Iowa State any favors. Yeah. But now that they they got, uh, what's his name, Murray back, and uh, yep. they've started to go in the right direction, win a couple ball games, which has helped McCaffrey. Iowa State. Yeah, McCaff- McCaffrey's, uh, I think he's starting to, he's going to be coming back here Is soon. He? Good yep. for him. Yeah, honestly, he t- took the break thing. And like you said, I think they, I think he kind of set a goal of four to five games to get himself right, you know, a couple weeks. Yeah. Which Iowa is back, yeah, back to playing the way they should. Yep. Even without them, they're winning, uh, winning games. They beat uh, Maryland earlier this week. Excuse me. And then they postponed the COVID or the Northwestern game due to COVID. It, it's 2023. We're postponing games for COVID now. And it's it is rescheduled about the best possible time in their schedule. They had a five day gap, and it is a home stretch, so they don't have to travel. It will be played in Iowa City between I think it's like the Rutgers game and Michigan State. But it's just one of those ga- one of those questions that I'll ask you. Why don't we just no we we just saw the the Bills and Cincinnati no contest in the NFL, which never cancels a game. Yeah, and this is amateur sports. This is. Sorry, people can take this as talking down, but Iowa Northwestern is not going to dictate anything in the NCAA tournament in the national standing. Why don't just no contest this thing and keep these kids healthier? Yeah. Yeah, and and right now in college basketball, what does it take to get this game postponed like this? I haven't yeah. heard of I haven't heard of literally zero other games being postponed because of COVID right now. And well, they were the reason is they were down like between injuries and COVID. They were down to like the minimum that you can even have on a roster, and and even then they were like right on the line. So it was. I was gonna say, do they only have bodies, but less than five people. Like, yeah, don't foul out. Yeah, I just, I just honestly, that's where it's just like, just no contest it, you know, because then now you're putting these kids at risk later in the year when now the season's starting to wear on. And hey, remember when you have that four game stretch where you could finally relax? Well, now we're throwing a game smack dab in the middle of it. Hopefully that doesn't screw anything up. I, I, yeah. I think it's BS. They don't just no contest it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one game out of thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it's not like. That- football where it'd be one out of their 12. 
I mean, looking at looking at the records for each of them, if you're Iowa, that win or loss versus Northwestern isn't going to be on your resume to put you into the tournament or not. Same thing with Northwestern. A win, actually, a win over Iowa for them would probably be good, but they're not they're not good enough that they're going to make the tournament. Let's yep. be honest. Yep. So I don't know. That, that was the one thing I thought on that one: is just cancel these games, keep these kids healthy, whatever, move on. You know. So, um, but yeah, we'll move. I would say we'll move on to Iowa State here. Uh, Iowa State for uh, they're currently uh, fourteen and three. I think I have the uh, latest standings. Tied for first, finally in the Big Twelve with Kansas and Kansas State. Um, this last weekend, tough loss um, in in uh, Lawrence at uh, uh, Fog Allen. Lost Kansas 62-60 on the last possession here. Um, and then uh, they did. They had a tough, fought-out win where they are down as, as much as 11 versus Texas on Tuesday. They won that 78-67, uh, to 67, or, and that is the uh, fourth-ranked win for the Cyclones this year. How you, uh, I guess, is there a certain game or just how you feeling on the Cyclones, man? Uh, I am feeling good on the Cyclones right now. Uh, when they announced that Jazz Koontz was going to go down with a broken finger here before Big 12 play, I was yep. a little worried that he, you know, he was going to miss like six to eight weeks. Um, but man, the Iowa State's playing really well right now. Um, that Kansas game on Saturday, um, they, Iowa State had a chance. I mean, they could have won. They had the ball down two with the final possession uh, did not get off a good shot at yeah. all. So, I mean, that's a game they could have won. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Iowa state and they've proven it uh, can hang with anybody right now. So uh, if they keep this going, they're going to be really dangerous in March. Uh, so that'll be fun. But that Texas game on uh, Tuesday night was that that was electric. Um, it couldn't have started worse, but it could oh, have been no, any yeah. better. When they got down by eleven, though, it I was never like we're going to get blown out. I think this team plays defense is a great equalizer. I mm-hmm. think in college basketball, um, like I, I had no no worry that like the defense will pick it up and they'll get some stops and they did and they hit some shots to get back into it real quick. So uh, mm-hmm. they played great. Tyrese Hunter coming back to Ames was uh, that was a crazy <laughs> when, scene. <laughs> when is expected, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, he started hot, but yeah, finished he, uh, not so hot. 32 I have, minutes. I have it here. He scored nine points in the first, I think it was like either, I think it was in the first like nine, nine, ten 10 minutes. I have the 13 in here. It seemed like it was a lot faster, but he was hitting his shots. The booze were felt like powering him up. And then he had one point the final 27 minutes. His last field goal was at the 12-17 mark in the in the first half. Um yep. yeah, I, I mean, I think this is the age where you know you're gonna start seeing more atmospheres. Not only Hilton's pretty special with, with having the crowd being in at those moments, but um I think you're gonna start seeing more of that with NIL quote-unquote stealing like we felt you know players from different games and if they ever have a a home game like this um but i for the for the crowd being super into it which that's why we won that game they were really into when we were playing lights out but um between when they announced him throwing the money in the air uh the the monopoly money 
um, to them, you know, just straight up chanting "fuck Tyrese" when he walked in the stadium. Is that all kosher in college? Do do you? Th- I I think it was fine. I've been part of those crowds where like Marcus Smart and, yeah. and all these other uh, players that you just hate at the college level. Um, but do you think the "fuck Tyrese" is is over the edge? Do you think that was kosher with him taking money? What do you think? Um, I I mean. Chant, literally chanting fuck Tyrese or fuck anybody might be a little mm-hmm. over, but everything else th- that he got was totally warranted. Yeah. Like the throwing of the money, all that stuff. Uh, I mean, I know he took the money, which good for him. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Great for him. You got the money, go take it. If it's being offered, he was brought up pretty rough i know uh so could use the money but for you to sit there and say i had nothing to do with it it had nothing no uh, come on yeah you know it, it it did it it don't sit there and then you know he goes on twitter and all this and starts saying stuff it's it was warranted after all that that's where i say for me i think the fuck tyrese is all right because if you would have just left, like you said, if you just left and say you're taking money, that's fine. You, yeah. You know, literally, yeah. Said, dude, I, I fucking I grew up poor and I'm about to make oh, six figures to play basketball. Yeah, I'm going there. So yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So if he would have said that, good for him. Mm-hmm. I would have been more just screw Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like we all not do. the player. Yeah. yeah. Not the player. But the institution that's literally tampering and recruiting him while mm-hmm. he's on the roster at Iowa State. That's what I don't agree with. Yep. And, but then, yeah, then he goes, you know, let me know when you want to catch his smoke on Twitter, walking buckets and, and everything else. So it's yep. like, yep, sure. Okay. You know, then the fuck Tyrese, I actually am fine with. But um, to actually just hop back to the Kansas game real quick. I'll be honest, you and me, we're, we're the biggest complainers on, on refs. Let, let's just be real honest. You know, and I'm glad that the Fog Allen, that one was just a legit loss. There wasn't a questionable goaltending or, yeah. you know, the toe on the line is at a two or three pointer. The refs weren't involved on it. That, that yep. was just Kansas won a hard fought game. Yep. And we missed our last shot because Caleb, that was a terrible shot. It slot. was, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I had no problem with that game. I had no problem with that loss. Uh, it's a good Kansas team. Yep. Um, no, they're very raw, though, dude. They they are not yeah. the like. It feels like Alabama this year. They're not as disciplined. And from what I was watching another game, they only go like seven deep. So if you ever get them in foul trouble, I think there's. I think Kansas is going to be a little more vulnerable than people expect. You ain't getting in foul trouble in Fog Allen Fieldhouse when you're KU, okay? <laughs> Maybe names Iowa with a little home cooking, but yeah. Now, KU, KU. Uh, sorry, did not commit a foul the last 13 minutes, just okay. saying. Yeah, that's just discipline, Trent. Come on, wink, wink, no. nod, nod. <laughs> Yeah, that's just clean basketball right there. Yeah, I. Uh, you're never going to get the greatest game, but there wasn't a controversial. It feels like every year, in Fo- seriously, in Fog Allen, it's a three-point game, and it's always a, well, here's the pl- here's a call within the last two minutes and it's always something where it's just like, come on, man. Like, you have replay, and you're fucking it up, you know? 
Yeah, we, well, we we mentioned it on the road to two seventy two last night. It's like yeah. we're we're ready to get our nuts kicked. Here we go. Yeah, get get ready, embrace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. This team has definitely shown that, like you said, they're in any game. If we last year, where uh, where we're putting up games where we have 36, 41, 44 points, if we go down by eleven, that's game. You know, this year we actually have an offense. We have a, we mm-hmm. still have that same solid defense, but we can put the points together and get these, really get these scoring stretches going too. Yeah, Iowa State this year isn't going eight, nine minutes without scoring like we did last year in multiple games. Yeah, dude, it was, yeah. Dude, speaking of long stretches, how long was, do you happen to remember how long the stretch was for Texas at the end without getting a field goal? I think they went like eight minutes without a field goal or something like that. They went, they went, they missed, did they miss 12 or 13 field goals in a row? It, yeah, it was pretty rough, and, and that's when the frustration started. And then we were getting turnovers on top of it too. Yeah, yeah, dude. Caleb Grill has started to become quite the shit talker. I think okay. like when he nailed that three with about five minutes left, and is running to the Texas Texas uh, bench saying, "You better call a timeout." <laughs> that is some of the cockiest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like upwards of disrespectful of like stepping over someone, some of the iconic stuff, telling the other team that they should call a timeout. Fuck it. I'm glad yeah. we got a little bit of that swagger on this team. Uh, so I did see uh, an all time great tweet after that. I can't remember who it was. I just came across it. It yep. was like, it said, uh, if Steve Prohm was the coach, he would have been the one to call a timeout to end that stretch, to end that run. God, he he did have a way of just the momentum, just fucking halting it. Yeah, it's like, oh, we just hit a three to go up by eight with five minutes left, all the momentum. I'm going to call a timeout. Why did he ever did that? I like at that point, Hilton is going freaking bonkers. Go yeah. down on defense. While the crowd is going nuts, no, Steve probably like we we need to calm the crowd down. Timeout. He had those before Scott Drew won his championship. He had a lot of Scott Drew moments where calling timeouts the wrong time, having no timeout, you know, and he just yeah. So yeah, I, I agree, dude. Otzelberger, I cannot believe. I don't think he's coach of the year because you're gonna have like Jerome, uh, shit, Tang. Thing, uh for Kansas State. You're going to have these other coaches that are going to be the bigger stories compared to a Sweet 16 team from last year. But, yeah. like, man, what TJ's done where he is competing in every single game, the, the only game we haven't competed in this year, ironically, was our worst loss, the Iowa game, where we just could not fucking hit the broadside of a barn, and Iowa was fucking lights out in that game. Yeah, to tell you the truth, I didn't even watch that game. I can't remember what I was doing, but I didn't get the turn the game on right away. And by the time I turned it on, we were down by like 15. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't need to watch this. Oh, it, it like, it like, it, I think it was at 10 minutes left. It was like 21 to two. I, I, I was literally getting ready. I think for like the pod or, or one of our pods. I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to do anything else rather than watch this. <laughs> so, yeah. But I would say c- coming up here for this weekend, we got, we're at Oklahoma state, which we kind of struggle with for some reason down there yeah. in Stillwater, but we got that on Saturday at one o'clock on ESPN Plus. The, the classic. Everyone better have it by now, man. Yeah, 
Um, I, I think it's stupid that we keep getting put on there. But they made a good point on the Bloom and Williams podcast that uh, Iowa State fans are going to buy it. Like, they know that, that that's where their money's coming from. They they can put any two crap teams on their normal cable network that nobody's going to pay for. Yeah. Or they can put teams that are people are going to pay for on their subscription. Mm-hmm. You 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 want to know why we're on on yeah on the subscription ESPN Plus because they got to play Kentucky's the UCLA's uh, I mean name any powerhouse the last 20, 40 years they're gonna put them on even if they're unranked even with a losing record because people will always watch Kentucky or Duke because why you either would love to watch them lose or you love to watch them win either mm-hmm. way you're watching so you know it, it, perfect point you know I we love Iowa State of course you know. But guess what? Indiana, Illinois has been playing this whole time. Not really a competitive game, but if you're not invested in either of those teams, who gives a flying fuck about the Hoosiers or the Fighting Illini? Yeah, I have it on now just to have the TV on, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, that, that's one thing us Cyclone fans have been a little whiny about lately. And me too. But it's just like, man, I want to be on ESPN. It's like, no, win your games. Just when, when, If you're top 10, I it's mean, a lot harder for them to argue against it, you know? I don't know why I'm complaining. I mean, I subscribe to espn plus so I, i'm watching the game yeah. anyway so give you a fucking reason to actually use it exactly yeah yeah i think i bought it well i always do it for the very first football game of the season because it's never on because we play what who are we played this year i don't even know southeast missouri southeast. stage or something there it is so. southeast missouri you got it all right so yeah i bought it for the first football game and never canceled my subscription so now i'm just watching the basketball games on it too there you go, yeah. So I would say that one, the the at Oklahoma State will be on a ESPNU or ESPN two, uh, ESPN Plus, and then we're playing Kansas State at home. Thirteen Kansas State. That one's on uh, the twenty fourth at eight 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 p.m. on ESPN ESPNU. So we're finally back on television, but um, not like normal regular no. cable. Like, yeah. if We're you're like in Gowrie, Iowa, if you're in Gowrie, Iowa, and you don't have like a special WCCTA subscription, you ain't getting it. No, yeah, you're, you're, you're just refreshing your box score on your phone the whole yeah. time. Um, to be honest, uh, Oklahoma State, even though we've kind of been cursed on the road, I, I think with how we have had that resolve, especially in the Texas game. I think that one's going to be a pretty easy game. I don't know what the spread is. I'm probably going to have Cyclones covering it. Um, Kansas State is going to be a tough one. Yeah. I think I think not only just they seem like they've got a solid coach, they've got that momentum going. Um, but they it's in Hilton. Dude. Oh, it is in Hilton, but I would say it's going to be – and Texas can put up some points too, so that, that makes me feel better about this week. But, dude, I always think of with those two teams, Kansas State and Texas, it's – Kansas State, I don't care who it is. It could be an empty gym. There might not be times you put up 116 points, and they did that versus Texas. Yeah. So. Yeah, that I I was surprised when I saw that score. Yeah, th- that one worries me. And I'm say I'm looking at just their last five games. the the only The only game that they've lost was uh, at TCU. They kind of got walloped, 82 to 68. I I don't know. I would say that. The, you use me, you as well as I know, winning against Kansas in the Big Twelve. You feel invincible, so they're yes. they're going to be pretty difficult, I think. Yeah. Now, if if Iowa State 
so we beat Texas on Tuesday after the polls came out. If we beat Oklahoma State on Saturday, polls will come mm-hmm. back out on Monday. Do we jump into the top ten? Well, let me let me get the top ten pulled up because I don't have because it Iowa State beat Texas. They were in the top ten, so they're falling out. Yeah, so so we're naturally going to have one team I think that falls out um, below us in Texas. Um, ahead of us, we got Xavier, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona. I have been keeping track close enough if either of them has been dropping out. Yeah, I, I mean above that, there's no teams that's losing either. Kansas lost, but they're not going to drop below us. No. Um, yeah, Purdue, Alabama, UCLA. You know what? Sadly, I think we're still out. If we do, eleven. Yeah, we're going to be at 11. It, or if 10. everyone above us keeps winning. Because yeah. I don't think the Texas win is enough where people are going to respect Iowa State enough to jump them in the polls. They're going to yep. go, whatever. They, you know, they're going to keep us at 12. I mean, it, with that uh, with that college poll tracker, I mean, looking at it, we're, so we're ranked 12th right now. We only had three uh, – we only had three voters that had us at nine uh, that, you know, above that. And we had a few that are around the 10, 11, 12 range. We still have quite a few that have us at 13. I mean, there's, they're voting us as low as 18 right now. So, I mean, you're always going to have that issue on the national stage when you're, I would say more regional, you know, like us until, you know, until Wichita state got into the national prominence, you know, they're always struck we're at that point where we, we win, we're going to slowly chip away going up. When we lose, we're dropping four immediately, you yep. know, minimum. So yep. I I don't think so yet. And frankly, I'm fine with it. Don't let them get yeah. their heads too big. You know what happens to Iowa State? We get ranked in the top ten, then we shit the bed every every single time. doesn't matter and what. We, it is. Yeah, we lose to West Virginia. Yeah, so I don't know. I kind of hope so just for that sake because I'm superstitious like that. But um. I, th- I mean, realistically, I think we're going to go 2-0 in those games. I, I think Kansas, yep. they're going to have that emotional high of beating Kansas, and they're going to falter back down. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And like I said, with it being in Hilton, I, I like our chances there. So I'll agree with that. Well, shit, man, unless you want to talk anything more in depth about Kansas, that's about all I got, man. No, yeah, I don't have any anything else. Good. Well, shit. Well, I'd say I know it's a little bit of a short one. We do appreciate everyone that joined us live. We appreciate our fellow co-host Amelia joining in for a little while there. Star um, of the show. I mean, look at the comments. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six comments in a matter of a minute and a half, all about Amelia. They they want more Amelia. They have a fever, and the only thing they can hear it is more Amelia. So we're gonna have to start doing the podcast before bedtime then, if we want to yeah. have her on more often. We're gonna be doing live. Yeah, we're gonna be doing live streams at five thirty in the afternoon, yeah. and, it, and it's gonna resolve a lot around coloring and, and balloons. We're, that I saw. All the time. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> That's yeah. how she podcast is twinkle twinkle little star right into the microphone she she's yelling with that that microphone like it's a walkie-talkie from vietnam trying to <laughs> get any signal <laughs> to hear a niner <laughs> yes did i hear a niner <laughs> well again we do appreciate everyone joining us live if you do want to join us on our socials instagram twitter twitch at heartland pulse facebook youtube at pulse the heartland 
please make sure you're liking, subscribing, you know, share us about, you know, we try and do college sports on Thursdays. We've been doing a lot more football and gambling content recently, but I think we're going to slow. We're starting to get into that nice weather where I think we're probably going to be picking up some smoking um, content. You know, I know you guys have that, your, your golf pod that you're going to start up again. Um, Struggle, struggle for par podcast. Going to kick back up here. Yeah. Four, like four. Yeah. We're clever. So we'll, we'll have that coming up and then, Obviously, you know, all of our episodes as well, or if you're looking for anything else, we, we are involved with In The Zone Studios. Uh, that is, that is uh, In The Zone Dot Studio on, uh, on Google. Uh, Twitch is uh, In The Zone 1. And then uh, Let Talk Sport, just at Let Talk Sport. He's been sharing a little bit of our stuff as well. So, um, yeah, we do appreciate everyone joining us live, and we'll uh, catch you next week. Yep. See you next week. Bye.